What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of ATX Metal Podcast. And today's episode is with a band called Decayer. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm really trying to mix this up a little bit because I know in the beginning of this, it's a little boring. I'm just telling you all the same shit and da 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 Anyway, Decayer, five piece from Arizona, deathcore, in your face, breakdowns, gutturals, weedlies, double bass, pestilence. That's the name of the EP. Go check it out. It is phenomenal. I found them through a Spotify shuffle playlist uh, when I was in the garage making acoustic panels. And I hit up the Dreamer Agency, uh, my man Cameron. I've been working with him for a little bit now. And we linked up and we got the interview. We talked about, you know, Sean's exit from the band in 2016 and then his comeback in 2020. We talked about, we talked about all kinds of stuff, man. And this is, like I said, this is the Have You Heard series. So it's more or less like a get to know you kind of vibe. Like we obviously, I don't know much about Decayer, but I definitely know a lot more now. And we're obviously trying to get them to come to Austin, Texas to come play. And speaking of Austin, Texas, if they were to play, they would probably come to Come and Take It Live, booked by Come and Take It Productions, our sponsors. Hashtag, hashtag. I don't know if you can hashtag DJ Airhorn, but go for it. Uh, anyway, love those dudes. Thank them for letting us use their services and helping us, you know, do what we do down at the live, you know, down whenever we can get down there and do live streams and stuff. But anyway. Uh, and also, you can find us at ATX Metal Podcasts wherever uh, you get your podcasts on the socials, ATX Metal Podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and all that jazz. Also, go check out the live streams that we're posting up. My man Titan at Audio. My man Taylor at Titan Audio. God, he's going to punch me in the face. Um, always, always a pleasure getting mixes back from that dude. Um, if you want some tasty mixes, you can send him some stems. <laughs> But anyway, here is Decay. What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, coming to you today with another Have You Heard episode with Decayer. I have Sean. He, uh, they are a five-piece outfit out of Arizona, is and everybody is in Arizona, and we're just reaching out to them because, uh, Sean, I forgot to tell you, I heard you through a just kind of Spotify algorithmic shuffle. And I, you know, when I'm working in the garage, I'm listening to just kind of like the release. That's how actually that's what it was. It was the release radar and then somehow landed on you guys. And then it kept on going. And I remember I saved it and I was like, dude, I got to talk to these guys, reached out to the dreamer agency and now we're here. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. And I love that algorithm. I love how that works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do too, because yeah, it has definitely put it has definitely put me in front of bands that I probably would have never heard of outside of them coming through on a tour or something to that effect. And with the amount of music and bands that are just coming out 2020, 2021, just swinging, I it's, I've honestly yet to hear like a bad EP. I mean, there's some that don't hit as hard as others, but um, just man, Pestilence is out. Uh, I did listen to Nobody. That one is a banger. I mean, 
it's just all around good stuff. And you guys would be a great fit here in the Austin scene if you guys ever came through. But um, I'll shut my mouth. Uh, just give me like a rundown of uh, where you guys are from, you know, who all's in the band, what do you guys do, stuff like that. Just a general rundown, and then we'll just go from there. Yeah. Um, so Decayer is based out of Tucson. Um, I live up in Phoenix, but we just, you know, hour and a half drive down, so we make it happen. Um, yeah, Central Central Tucson's where we're based out of. We started in 2016. Uh, first EP dropped in 2017, and uh, we got signed to We Are Triumphant. From that point, okay. I actually left right before the process of that okay. to move to Phoenix. I just kind of had a change of pace of what I wanted to do and stepped out of the band. Um, and it's funny. Yeah. So I've been up here for the past four years. The dudes did their thing. They've put out, I mean, numerous releases after our EP, um, got on tour in the whole nine and still based in Tucson. I've come back to the band, uh, Pestilence is me alone on vocals. So, okay. uh, it kind of feels like my baby, like my first baby you sure. know what I mean? with this band. Um, and it's, and it's special, you know, so it's been different, um, different attitude. I'm older now. It's been four years since I left the band originally. Oh, how we've so, grown. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's strange. Time, I think, kind of just uh, comes together at the right, you know, right right place, right time scenario. Of course. Um, yeah, we're just making it happen. Luckily, the dudes live in Tucson, so we have our arrangement, rehearsals, everything like that. How did... Uh, okay, so let me get this straight. So when Decayer became a thing, it was 2016. That was when the band kind of like officially launched, or were you guys... Yeah. Okay. I, it, it was sometime around like the end of 2016. Um, I was playing like just how every band kind of forms. All of us were playing in a different band. Harrison had just moved here from like North Dakota. He's in the air force. Okay. okay. And <laughs> we just kind of assembled a crew. Our guitarist, David is a, uh, he's a producer and he awesome. mixes a lot of artists in Tucson and Phoenix and stuff like that. So the dude who I kept like recording with, we just kind of one day we were like, let's, let's make something. And um, Harrison and I and him had gotten together. We assembled two other people. So it was like a five piece uh, band at that point and just started writing immediately just because we kind of drew in on what we wanted to do from being in all these different bands and kind of having a taste of these different genres, you know, like metalcore, gent, all this different type of stuff. Right. Uh, to kind of dive back into the genre that we love. We love deathcore. Um, but there's elements of a lot of different type of music that kind of goes into it. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the piece that came together. I definitely, and, and you can definitely speak to this because this is the genre that you guys currently practice under. Um, is it just me or gent? Like it was almost like metalcore had its wave, then gent had its wave. And now deathcore is on the resurgence, like the heavier of the, of the genre. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with that a hundred percent. It has definitely like, it's like all these subgenres have always not always existed, but they've been around, you know, right. for like 20, 20 years, right? Like 20 <laughs> yeah. plus years. Yeah. Um, but they have their they have like these peaks of these bands that just like bring them to light. Um, but what I think is happening now is all of these genres are kind of uh coming alive at the same time. And like there's some hybrid bands, you know what I mean? Um like Definitely. Sentinels. That's a new band that's just like They've got like jet mixed in with deathcore, mixed in with metalcore. It's just it's insane. But I think that, like you had said earlier, the the platform's been set. You know, there's right. so many good bands now that every release you're hearing, it's just like power after power, and not really collide with each other, but put out that like sauce. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. the The sauce is thick these days because yeah, now that now that the I guess, uh, the the marketing strategy for bands now is 
single, single, or single lyric video, music video, EP. And it's just this kind of slow drip. And I've mentioned it on previous podcasts before, but um, is that kind of how Decayer's doing it now? Just, you know, a couple couple singles here and there, and then a music video? Yeah, so uh, Pestilence was kind of like that. Um, Shades of Grief, the release before, Harrison had left right after it was released, pretty much. So from that point, I mean, there wasn't much stuff i mean there's like a there's a lyric video or a visualizer right but from that ep alone there's not much material so we just started writing right away um when i rejoined the band um and what we had done is we released dead souls a music video and we waited uh instead of doing another release from there we just said let's just knock out the whole thing uh just because we're always writing we've sure. got you know always in the studio doing our thing um but no yeah we did a single with the music video and then decided to drop like a day early, our lyric video for Devil's Tongue, and then a remaining just like visualizers. Nice, nice. So a little yeah. bit different, but yeah, we're about that though, because I totally understand. I mean, single game, it's insane how you can do like different artwork, you know, different marketing for each thing, and it feels like a different release, like a whole big substance, but it's just one track. Yeah, that's know? that's the one thing that I thought was really neat is you know the the yesteryear of waiting for an album to drop, and it's been you know nine, ten, eleven months, and you're just like losing your mind and you're in your room just like, man, when are they going to drop some shit? And then, you know, these days it's like, well, it's Friday. Uh, let me just go check out the release radar and look at all this new music. And they're all, <laughs> yeah. and they're all bangers. Well, not all bangers, but I mean, they're all it, it, because when you release a single, it's like, it's a single, like this is, you know, we're putting our, you know, we're planting the flag. Um, yeah. but man, I got to say, you guys have done really good. And just, in just a short time that I've been aware of decayer, um, I've checked out the music videos. I've listened to the whole the whole EP on Pestilence. It's just we appreciate that, man. Thank it's you. Amazing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this was uh this was different. Um, this EP was definitely different. David is our dynamic songwriter, our guitarist, and so I gotta give I always give a big shout out to him. But um, yeah, we just for being you know for bands, I feel like every year is like three years, right? So for being <laughs> from tw- from being from 2016 to now. Um, we just kind of look at it as it's insane the almost the discography that's growing. Right. But we, this release was, um, along the same lines of the flow of shades of grief with just kind of, kind of like a, an understanding of what's going to come next, if that makes sense, because it definitely changed up. Um, but with every release is different, you know? And so I think with this one, it was the most mature release to date. Nice. Nice. And that, and you know, that's the one resounding message that I hear is that, everyone is super proud of what they're currently putting out and, you know, and they'll go back like, you know, you know, 2018, we kind of rushed it and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I feel like the pandemic as, as big as a shit box as it was, it definitely gave artists a chance to kind of sit back and go, okay, let's, let's, what can, what, what, what can we do? What's the, what's the next move? How can we be different? You know, what's, let's try this one thing, you know, because, you know, if you go out on a regular run, it may not be the exact, you know, oh, I really wanted to fit this one into the live set or, you know, but now you could just release that as a single and let it live on its own as a lyric video and never have to play it. Um, yeah, but seriously, seriously. The one thing I wanted to admit, so I broke out the uh, broke out the old dictionary, looked up the definition of pestilence. Uh, I don't know if this had anything to do with the title, but it says a fatal epidemic disease. Um, another one was affects entire community. Uh, then there was this other little caveat that says an evil influence or deliverer. And yeah. 
I was just curious, was the, is there anything uh, is there anything behind the title or were you just like, that's cool, let's go for it? <laughs> um, Man, I'd say honestly in like short, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's a crazy world we're in today. Like there has just been a lot that have happened within the past like uh, two years, but you know, like four right. years, it just, it's been insane. Um, it was really tough. Uh, going into going back into it you know what i mean just in the fact of uh we're in the pandemic so right. you know releasing and trying to you know push off of that big push you know what i mean that oh, yeah. was going on until the lead up of that was really tough and we've had you know there's haters there's love there's there's everybody in between um everybody has a negative force you know so there's right. going to be people who bring you down but there's going to be people who bring you up there's going to be people who weren't there before then I'll ride with you. So I think okay. it's kind of a buildup, man, of a lot of the pressure we were feeling. A lot of the, when I left the band, there's a lot of, not negativity with me in the band, but just, you know, in my life was changing during that time. Sure. I had to get over a lot to kind of hone in what I loved with is what, you know, what is music. So, you know, finding myself, I guess, in that sense, you know, I'm still, still getting older doing my thing, but it helped me draw back into uh, being a vocalist and it, the reins of what it actually takes to like front a band and move it into like where it's supposed to go. So yeah, it has senses of, you know, there's people that are not good that aren't, aren't there, but it sounds metal. And at the same time, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I think I can read between the lines there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so uh, the one thing I want to ask, whenever you guys got the news, you know, not when you got the news, but when the news came down, the lockdowns and everything in early 2020, were you already back with the band writing or was did this happen during the, the, the COVID shutdown? Yeah, so it happened. I wasn't in the band yet. Okay. So I was like just kind of doing my thing, gotcha. uh, working with this other band uh, that I was working with called Karma. Okay. We actually have a single that we dropped Loki like eight months ago with that hey, band. And then shameless I, plug. Get it. <laughs> exactly. Right. But um, no, yeah. Doing my thing. I actually run a metal promotional page on Instagram called Filthy Breakdowns. And I started promoting on there just like for fun, man. Like I was bored and I loved metal and I was like out of the whole world and just started doing my thing, sharing breakdowns. I love sharing bands and it started to grow, kind of finding my way back to some of the people I was playing in the band with, you know, only that we're in an hour and a half away. Sure. But yeah, it was, I don't know how many months indeed. I think it was like three months into the pandemic. They had released something in August of last year and they hit me up like right after Harrison left and invited me to come back in. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty quick, but it was like, it was like, you know, pandemic hit. I don't really, I can't remember exactly the timeline, but it was like pandemic hit and I rejoined kind of like in the middle or not the middle, but the beginning middle of that, you know? Yeah. Oh, trust me. You don't have to give me like specifics. Uh, fun fact. I lost my phone for all of, I don't know, 12 hours today and it was in my freezer. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at oh, that. Oh man, It was in the freezer. Um, I've done that with my wallet. I'm okay. Thank you. Out there. Oh, hey, yeah, it I was... want to make you feel alone in that brother. <laughs> It was one, and I and for everybody listening, if you've had a I lost my phone moment, just email me eight Austin TX Metal at Gmail or just hit me on the DM somewhere. I've golly, we went toe to toe today with I stripped the whole house. Um, I have a it, not a condition, 
Uh, but it's just like, I have this thing where I need to put things back where they belong. And if they're not there, when I go to look for them, it's like, Oh, the world's over. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, so dates and times aren't important if I can't even remember where the fuck I put my yeah. phone. So <laughs> no, I, you know what? The retrace your steps. Cause I, I've definitely been there before the retrace your steps thing is just, I'm over that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if I retraced my steps, I'd know where I was at that. Then I wouldn't yeah. be asking you this question. So I can't get to the, the retrace. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm getting old and getting old. About to be 38, man. About to be 38. Oh man. I'm about to be 28. Hey, you know what? I'm it, keep keep trucking, man. Just keep your head down. Yeah, you know, pay your taxes. Don't break too many laws, and just you know, keep writing music like y'all do. You'll be fine. You'll be That's fine. That's right. We appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Hey, so uh, what's um? So just for the gearheads, um, you yes. being the vocalist. I mean, obviously, we could be like, what kind of mic do you use? Uh, but do you have a general uh-huh. idea of what everybody uses? Uh, this guy right here. It's my SM seven 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 B. Yeah, this uh, David has his own. So David has a studio, our guitarist. Um, oh. I've recorded all the Decayer off of that SM7B. Nice. With, um, that's really it. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> that's really it. Everyone's doing the same thing, you know? It's just really comes down to the mixing and the mastering of it. You know? Oh, yes, 100%. I was, I was sitting there thinking, you know, the guitarist would be like, well, I got this guitar with these strings and these pickups and these pedals going into this thing. And for the vocalist, it's like, I got a mic. That's me. You know? <laughs> it's, it's true, man. Like, honestly, if somebody, if you were to ask me about guitar gear, I was about to tell you, like, man, I have no idea. Oh, me like, and you, we we share that. I can be like, that's a Jackson, that's an LTD, uh, that's exactly. an Ibanez. Like, only maybe I know because, the shape and the name. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's, that's right. Yep. A- anything outside that, it's like, how many strings and how low does it go? Count me out. All exactly. Right. <laughs> no, so our, yeah, our, our writing process since the beginning, since the EP of Decayer has started, um, at David's studio. So we have kind of stuck to the same structure. Okay. I think that's really helped us evolve our music um, and grow. So so you said David mixes for, uh, uh, and just because I might've missed it, he's also in the band, correct? He's the guitarist. So he is. Yeah. He's our guitarist. Okay. So he does his own, he does not only y'all's music, but other people's music as well. Yeah. He's done. I don't know some of the recent stuff he's done. I mean, he's done a bunch of the bands in Tucson and gotcha. Phoenix. Um, He's kind of on the low because he works, he's got a nine to five and everything like that. If he did put it full time, I mean, he could do that if he wanted to. He's super, he's, he's amazing. I mean, that's the dream, um, right? Yeah. But you know, what's great for him is he's definitely like a plug for that in Arizona gotcha. to go, to go mix. Cause a lot of the bands uh, have been able to like grow their sounds from being able to mix there. And you know, like in the end, everything is mastering, but yeah, it's crazy now. I feel like everyone's really good at getting good at mastering. You know what I mean? Like from yeah. 2010 to 2020, it like yeah. sounded different, man. Technology, every instrument, every technology has taken over and you can do some wild shit out here. I mean, right now I'm literally in my closet in a, in a spare, spare closet. And you know, that's, you know, during the, when the pandemic started, we did this uh, series called locked in the closet. It was kind of like, you know, play on what was happening, you know, lockdown, you yeah. know, you know, bedroom vocals in the closet and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. it's just, I'm really super proud of the music that's coming out and I don't even know, you know, a, a quintillionth of the people that's out there actually putting forth the effort, but I know our guys here in Austin and the surrounding areas, it's just, everybody is hungry. They're just hungry. And, you know, 
it, it's just good. And and you know, for bands like you guys to end up on Spotify, like you guys just made it to a couple uh pretty pretty big playlists on Spotify, right? We did, yeah. We got to um we I know hundred percent we're on uh Spotify's Deathcore playlist for Devil's Tongue. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I do remember seeing that one. I think you guys made like a little announcement about it or something on, on uh social media. We did, yeah. So we had that and then we had Apple's Breaking Metal, which was pretty big for us mm. as well. That's on like app um Apple. I don't use honestly I use Spotify, I don't use Apple music, but Sometimes it's, I go like check on it over there, but it's still, it's still a big, you know, still a big platform. Oh, it's huge. And I, and I really don't understand how, uh, because I remember there was this kind of like dispute I saw like in the headlines, you know, Spotify play pays this much iTunes pays this much. And you know, but then again, the majority of the, of the, uh, not the environment, the majority of the community is kind of going to, going to go where everybody else is going. So Spotify just seems to be like, the place because i keep getting notifications from apple like hey we'll give you three months for 99 cents if you just (laughs) stop paying pandora (laughs) like (laughs) they're pretty much begging for on those yeah on those uh email marketing email yeah it's like sorry bill bill mr gates then uh not today but i mean then again it's i'm i'm pretty sure there's uh like i know for a fact out one of our episodes did really good on soundcloud but in bogota colombia it was really fucking weird. And so kind of like how you were saying earlier, how each release is a little different from every other one. You have different album artwork and all that other stuff. You could almost, if, I mean, if you really wanted to get into the nuts and bolts of it, you could fit the algorithm to kind of fit almost like markets. Like, okay, this single is a little, you know, really heavy. So let's send that one to Texas. And then like, this one is kind of instrumental. Let's fly that one to new new England or Cali or somewhere. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing time. So being be able to monetize like a small, not a small amount of work, but be able to like really spread out. Right. You know, right. And utilize. I mean, I, it's even like what we we're saying, like, you know, you're doing your thing. It's in a closet, but you're making it work. I'd ha- I would have had no idea, man. Oh. <laughs> you know what I these, mean? Like these may look like sound. Well, they are actual sound panels uh, built myself. But I, I try to get like that cool. Like um, obviously, you're listening to this. You can't see, but me and Sean are on Zoom call here, and he's looking at my my <laughs> shit closet <laughs> and his. And I'm looking at his uh, amazing setup in his new his new apartment studio or wherever he's at in Tucson or Phoenix. But um, good old North, good old North Phoenix. How okay. Let's, because we can share this. Let's just kind of break away from music for a second. Yeah, the temperature there has got to be stab your face hot, like it is hot there, right? In Tucson, it's horrible. Yeah, uh, so Tucson is usually like six, seven degrees cooler than Phoenix. Phoenix oh, is where I'm at. Really? It's like smack, smack dab in the middle of. Oh, Arizona. I'm sorry. That's right. I flipped. We them. had a. Okay, you're in Phoenix. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry. So two, yeah, Tucson's a little bit more south, okay. but um. It's not, you know, not much different. You're gonna, it's gonna feel the same. Obviously, after yeah. that much heat, date, it feels the same. You know? But it's <laughs> after a so, hundred, it's, it's so all the same. Here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After a hundred, it's all the same. It's so dry here that you know, it's it's weird, man. It's like when you get in your car, you know, after grocery shopping, it feels like you're in a sauna, right? When you like get in, it's just so so hot. You know, if you've got like black interior in your car, it's just like. You know, you almost gotta like wait and let the air con like cool it. Yeah, you'll you like um, jump in, turn the AC on, roll the windows down, step out, and then just start fucking around <laughs> your phone for a little bit. You're like, oh, I've done it. Yeah, oh, I've done it. <laughs> I used to do that in high school, man. I'd like get out and like do my thing for a second. I'd be like, I'm not gonna do that, you know. 
now I'm more, I'm older and it's, shit's more of a priority. So I'll fly in there and burn my hand to go make it where I got to go. You're like, I bought this car. It's got air conditioning. Fuck this. I'm going for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, it's, it's just hot where we're, I feel like sometimes we're kind of a new breed out here. Like, is it's just so, it's so fucking hot and there's no, if, if there was an ocean here and you drop it maybe like 20 degrees, this would be the greatest place on earth. Oh yeah. But I'd probably move. 100%. Yeah. It's just, it, it's dope, man. I love it here. I'm in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is growing. Everybody from California is like out here now. It's all the, it, the houses are rising. Okay. So I actually quit my job as a mechanic. I was a master tech at Kia. Uh, I hung up the. Oh, nice. Yeah, I hung up the wrenches. I, I wanted to stay. <laughs> I wanted to stay, hundred percent. Like I really wanted to stay because I feel like just I could have done a little bit more. Um, just I don't know, as an individual, you know, helping, helping out, you know, customers and under, you know, being able to take the technical aspect of it, translate it into layman terms, and go, this is why you need this, or this is why you yeah. don't need this. You know, like I, it wasn't always about the sale, but. Uh, they wanted to play politics. I even gave them six months, man. I gave them six months. I was like, man. look, this is my dream. Let's do this. But it doesn't help when you tell your boss that you want his job because that's, well, depending on the job. But um, Yeah, sometimes, yeah, in that rare occasion, it's just sometimes they shake your hand and you're like, boom. I was ready for it. He looked old and ready to retire, and I was like, let's do this, man. Like, Let's go so for funny. it. But, yeah, yeah, uh, hell yeah. But no, I quit. I actually uh use the rest of my military benefits to jump into real estate. I'm fully, fully educated now. And I just sent off my fingerprints and stuff to the real estate commission and I should have the application back soon. But yeah, is, cool, is that, Oh, thanks man. Thanks man. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm 2021 is a wild year for me. So I'm just, I'm going with my gut, whatever the gut says, go, just go. I don't even care. Yeah. I think that you're jumping in at a good time, bro. I, you know what I mean? It's just my people are moving. My it's crazy. My home went up sixty five thousand dollars in just an average. So where we thought we were going to sell it for like two seventy five, now it's potentially three fifty to four hundred. And then the average, yeah. the average home in Austin city limits, just I guess the zip code or whatever they classify as Austin, um, in six months the average has gone up to a hundred thousand dollars. And you know That's my professor, insane. yeah, my professor said it the best. He was like, "Look at who's coming." Look at who's coming. The people in Cali paying, you know, a million dollars for the same thing that you have that you got for 500,000. So if they want to pay 700, that's still a deal to them. But to us, it's like, what? <laughs> so I was just, yeah. is it, is it the same way where you're at? It's so, it's so funny. So like right where I just moved from, right. um, I was talking to my neighbor and they were saying that they were talking to the dude. He just sold his house, like three houses down. And apparently they were like, put their house up for sale. They were getting like offers just right off the bat. Through right? the roof. And then a couple, uh, they threw like 85000 on it and said, we want it right now. That's, I mean, it's, it's insane. I, I guess apparently within the first day of throwing it on the market. Oh, it's, yeah. My buddies, um, the ones that helped me convince, the ones that helped convince me to get into real estate, like I'm checking yeah. in with them from time to time and they're just like, Man, I got shot down in a twenty five thousand over offer. Like, damn! Like, it's that's insane. But I mean, you know, the one thing I look at it, the it's a good and a bad. The good is that the amount of money that these people are paying are clearing out an f ton of debt, or are creating opportunities that uh, that these homeowners typically probably wouldn't have had. I know me specifically. Yes, if I sell the house for what I get, for what I think I can get. I can take the next six months off and just directly dedicate myself to stuff like this. Just a band every oh, yeah. day. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. 
And I kind of looked at it like, you know, the whole like getting older thing and learn lessons and all that fun stuff is like, now's the time, you know, like just like whenever you, everybody's releasing all these singles and doing all this other stuff, like now's the time just like, Hey, just jump on the train, ride it and, you know, get off whenever you want. So I just want to know, you know, I was just curious how it was there, you know, in your neck of the woods for, for all that. Yeah. Um, it's just weird when the pandemic hit here everybody just like didn't know what to do you know everybody was like at home doing their thing most people were laid off people started working from home i was gonna ask um, um i didn't want to dig too far into it just because it's kind of yeah. like eh, you know the subject and whatever but i mean did everybody yeah, kind of yeah, do yeah, okay yeah, yeah. i mean everybody was fine yeah we were fine in the end um but it was rough it was rough on everyone i mean i can definitely say like um i was laid off by my job that i'd started i was like working hard in the sales job right in the beginning cusp of it and um yeah, it just they're like bye. Based on <laughs> yeah, based on being that it was clientele and working with people, uh couldn't work it. But luckily, um, I was able to get work after that and just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. I've always oh, done, kind of been in sales and stuff like that. So luckily in sales and everything, you can work from home. I could say so, I mean yeah. you being a you being a front man of Oakless, you know, I I could I could like I'm looking at you and I could see you selling me something like right now. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, I've always been about like honing your craft, I guess. And I'm not saying that I'm amazing at it, but yeah. definitely it's been like a stronger suit of, you know, I did the whole nine bartending and everything and finished a couple of years of college. And it's funny, I'm going back, but I've always just loved sales, man. It's always kind of drawn back to building a business or if not that, just working with people to help them build their business. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. I've been in tech sales for, a, I've been in tech sales for a while. Um, and it's the rest of our band. They're all professionals as well. They all work, um, professional nine to five jobs. So nice. decay or for us during that time, we were still working and recording and doing our thing. We haven't been a band to be able to, you know, like go tour for two months. I don't think we're ever going to be a band to go be able to like <laughs> jump on the road for three months at a time, just being real. But we're a, with our jobs. What's really cool is, you know, bands have to make it happen. And uh, I think the future's kind of changed now and it's kind of drawing back to oh, what yeah. you had said is like, jobs are even changing and you're right like that right moment to be that plug or to be you know if, if there's money being thrown there it does fill those other little pockets for homeowners yes um and it helps and there, there has to be that someone to do it and if that money's to be made there then someone else is going to make it hey, why not it be you let's make you know? it let's get it that's get, right get that so money. we're fortunate you know we're fortunate in decayer for uh we're a little bit older obviously there's bands that are younger so we've i think we've we've been through our shit before, you know what I mean? But we're lucky and we're still growing and pandemic is still hitting us. We're That's true. some, you know, some of shifting going back to work and stuff like that in person is affected, you know, like basic band stuff, but right. you gotta make, we gotta make it work. Luckily we have an amazing management team. We have a great label. Um, and they're working around all of our stuff and we just, you know, we have to just schedule our stuff out really well. That's really where it comes down to. Cool. You know, speaking of your label and management, you guys recently just teamed up with uh, Cameron of the Dreamer Agency, right? Yes. Love Cameron, man. Shout out to Cameron. He actually he actually did some work. Um, oh, my God. I'm so glad that this came up. Um, so so I'm so I, I reached out to Cameron and told him, like, hey, whenever you have bands that you want to promote that are coming to Austin or that might have a marketable aspect in Austin, hit me up. We'll work something out. Um, yeah. I, I heard you guys found out that you were on dreamer agency and was like, Oh, pff, slam dunk. This is easy. Um, I actually interviewed, I don't know if you're familiar with their roster, uh, band called marked marked life. 
Familiar with them? Yeah, those are my, those are my boys. Bro, I, just did a, okay. I just did guest vocals for them last week at a show. <sighs> Can you please reach out to them? I'm going to anyway, but if you talk to them within the near, I don't know, next three days, let them know that yeah. I found the SD card that has their episode on it. I got it. Oh, my know. God. I'll let, I'll let Sam know. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I That's was, so funny. The SD card. Dude, so my little, uh, it's just out of frame here, but my little uh, interface, it's my Rodecaster Pro. It's just a micro SD, or I can record straight into a DAW. Um, I just do everything SD card and then just transfer it and keep it on file. But it's one of those, like, little micro guys, little minis or whatever. And yeah, I have this yeah. Tupperware thing where I keep all my SD cards, and it just... Long story short, I found the Marked Life episode. I'm editing that this week, probably probably today after this is over, and uh, I'll get that out because <laughs> I could only That's imagine classic. being like in that band and then being like on the same like roster as you guys, and then yours comes out before theirs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love those guys. They're so chill. They're like the type of dudes where like I, when I'm gonna tell them that they're gonna laugh so hard and be I'm, like, "That's so classic." No. I mean, we, uh, first there's I, something about the West Coast bands, man. There's all of us. We kind of have that chill aspect, you know. Well, I'm glad because, goddamn, I'd be pissed if I did an interview four months ago and it still wasn't out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's just so Ooh. funny though. Yeah, I'll definitely tell him that. Yeah. So if you see him, just let him know. Like, hey, Ryan from the podcast said he's sorry. He's an idiot. He lost his phone in the freezer and the SD card, but he found both. So I'd be like, it's it's coming. The episode's dropping soon. It's coming. Um. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's just it's just it's things that happen in life that are weird um it's you know what man i'm i'm all about now just not questioning just the, the weird things and everything it's just just roll with just it just let it happen to, try to be a good person just yeah. let it happen uh so also <laughs> exactly. you guys are on uh seek and strike records is that correct yes we are how long has that been a relationship under a year now so we've been with them for uh, i'd say like maybe nine months oh so you months. guys so you guys picked up uh the dreamer agency and the label within the past year roughly Correct. Yeah, I think year and a half. Like, what time has been flying by so yeah. fast, man? I think it's been, yeah, a little bit under a year, about a year. Okay. I'd say for Seek because we joined Seek and then we just started, you know, planning everything. But it's been under a year for sure. And then we've been with the Dreamer for, I mean, a month now. I'd right. Say. Right. How's everybody treating you guys? Good. Very well. Yeah, <laughs> we're very fortunate. It's a different label. You know, we try. We are triumphant as a different. Sure. Um, label. Every label is different, obviously. But yeah, we're really happy. Okay. Well, that's good. It's good to hear. Obviously, you can't say too much or else you get fired. <laughs> Wake up no, the next... You know, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But no, there's... <laughs> obviously, there's always good stuff we could talk about. Tom from HR, he's a fucking asshole. Next thing you wake up the next morning from Tom in HR, like, you're done. Like, damn it. Yeah, right. Damn and he's it. like, yo, this is Tom from HR. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, of course. <laughs> it's always a Tom, man. <sighs> it's always a Tom. I miss Tom from MySpace. You're, you're yeah. old enough to remember MySpace, right? Oh, I was on MySpace, man. I had that classic, uh, like, profile picture with, like, wearing aviators. And I had, like, an Element t-shirt oh, up there, yes. up there, you know, hanging. Yes. This is horrible. Like, what? granulated as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can swear on here. I don't know if you just, I can swear. But, yeah, no, I just taking, using, like, an actual camera. Yes, like, uh, I, I was actually digging through some old gear that I have, and I found, like, this JVC camcorder that's, like, from 2005. It, I wanted to throw it away, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep this because when my kids yeah. ask me, 
what's that, Dad? I'd be like, oh, well, back when we were younger, and, you know, all this other shit. MySpace, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, you know, I do, I really, you know, I kind of hope MySpace has a comeback because there was some cool shit you could do on MySpace. Like, Facebook, yeah, you have, like, your friends list and your posts and your pictures, but MySpace, like, you really got to, like, dive, like, you were coding. You were literally coding on MySpace because yeah. you had to change the background. You had to do your top 10. You had to do like your favorite music. Everybody's dropping on your post, but you like, you had to keep that updated if you wanted to stay relevant. It was, I mean, I don't know what that would relate to today as far as like keeping it refreshed and, 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 and fresh, maybe like an IG, maybe like Instagram a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely miss Tom in MySpace. Rest in peace, wherever he's at. I, I'm glad you brought No, I'm glad you brought up MySpace. It's just so funny because like, yeah, that was just like, you know, obviously you see its influence in Facebook and Instagram, but it just 100%. had that sense where you popped open the page and you got the song playing. That's you know it. What I mean? And like it had top friends and it created drama off that. Oh, like, the whole yeah. sense really made people. Can you believe you know? they, Becky took me off her top 10, bitch. Like you're like, whoa, yeah. like calm down, Tom. Like it's, there's a billion people in the world doing this right now, but. Oh, he man. broke hearts. He created, he created <sighs> a new sense of like, you know, uh, yeah, teen, I miss it. I yeah. do. He 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 created teenage angst for sure. Well, at least on the so, <laughs> on the, at least on the social media platforms, he did wearing a wearing a freaking Hanes white t shirt. He's yeah. just like, hey, I'm coding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 right. God, I can't, yeah. I can't, rem- I can't even remember how many disputes I got in about my top ten. God damn. Ugh. It was it, it was hard, man. I I think at a certain point, I found out a way to like hide the top ten. Um, oh yeah, because you so, could go in there and yeah, you could do that. You could be like, nah. you're right though. You have to code. You're yeah. right. You had to code and like you, I remember it was like a uh, you have to look it up and you just kind of like copy and paste. But then like yeah, you would you would you were coding with like doing red and all these other things. But man, yeah, MySpace. And then I remember Facebook hit and I was like still trying to be about MySpace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then somehow we're here on Facebook and Instagram, you know, taken, we're taken over by them, unfortunately. Just like I was saying, you know, earlier in the episode here, how, you know, the community or, you know, they kind of go with everybody else, like everybody's shuffling or everybody's on Spotify instead of like iTunes or SoundCloud or Pandora or whatever. Same thing yeah. back in the day. Once Facebook hit, pff, game over MySpace. Like <laughs> now just go ahead and dig that grave. Just, just yeah, get absolutely. the shovel and dig it. Now we got TikTok. Now we got TikTok coming along. Oh God, TikTok basically murdered Lime, or not Lime? God, Lime. I'm thinking of LimeWare. I'm th- like now. Lime, I'm sorry, LimeWire. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like all the other stuff. Uh, How I've many been, computers um... I destroyed with that program? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've destroyed every one of my dad's computers. Just LimeWire. Uh, uh, Naps. Napster was like the original. Just you know, I'm gonna go here to listen to music, but I'm also gonna steal it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like the whole like when they're like a whole like metallica lawsuit about napster and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah it was like, a mess they went off on it I, I think a bunch of artists were like oh of course. and it's funny now how it's so accepted like we want people streaming you know what i mean you're we like no people, not- yeah i've had i've had musicians come on the show and be like please steal my music wherever you can get it just listen to it like but- i'm i'm saying that right now <laughs> if, you are, if you're out there and you steal our music and you're listening to it. Hey, man, it's another fan. Yep, exactly. Um, just to, don't go and make multiple copies of it and just sell it somewhere. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> burn totally it on yeah, Don't burn it on your DVD-R yeah. and hand it to your friend. <laughs> That's right. Don't make your own black market decay or sales store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. 
Oh, God. Uh, speaking of Graves, uh, Gravemind, I told you earlier yes. I wanted to ask you about some lyrics in that. Um, All right. Who writes those? Who Does ever does everyone chip in on the lyrics, or is it... No, uh, I write them. You write it's the me, lyrics? Yeah, I write all the lyrics. Okay. Um, and David and I, like, you know, just with um, the flow and everything like sure. that, he helps me kind of, like, refine down with, you know, with everything like that. But, yeah, I write all the lyrics. Out of the out of the latest, the last EP, what is... What is Sean, the vocalist of Decayer, what is his go-to song off the EP? Oh, man. My favorite track off the EP is probably Gravemind, man. Nice. Nice. It's it's like I was reading the lyrics track. and I was just like, man, this is some heavy shit. Um if Thank you're you. yeah. uh, for those listening, uh go look up their lyric video or the lyrics if you go to YouTube and just check out the Gravemind on uh I believe it's on Seek and Strike's uh YouTube channel. Uh, they also have the lyrics in the description. You can get a little taste of that. Um, good, but it's 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 good. I've been starting to dig into lyrics a little bit more just to kind of understand kind of like the mindset, and then obviously so I can ask you know obvious questions <laughs> during yeah, interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but man, so if Grave Mind is your go-to, have you you guys haven't have you guys done a live set yet? No. So we um, we will be announcing. Okay. Some stuff soon. We okay. have some uh, some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, you will be seeing us live very, very, very soon. Um, and yeah, just, just because of the pandemic and everything like that, we sure. had our release and it kind of aligned with the 18th of this month. So we wanted to, um, you know, instead of doing like an EP release, we just wanted to get everything rolling just that we could just uh, jump back out to touring and playing festivals and everything like that. So we could just uh, get the ball rolling. Just because there's just so much, you know, like day-to-day Ugh. stuff. There's a release here. There's a release there. Um, but the opportunity is insane right now. Um, oh, yeah. And we've been we've been getting hit up hard. So, yeah, it just kind of comes down to availability, um, you know, what we can do. But, you know, we're all about coming out to – we want we would love to come out to Austin. That's somewhere <sighs> I definitely wanted to come and play. Hey, man, I will uh, – the, the other – I guess the other caveat to this is uh, our sponsor is Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live, one of the – one of the top venues here in Austin. Um, and so it's, it, it, it's almost like I'm keeping the Rolodex of bands or, or a Rolodex of bands uh, for, for them to be like, Hey, is anybody coming through? Like, well, we got Decayer coming through on September. You got an open date, you know, like, <laughs> or, yeah, or they'll, yeah, or they'll yeah. reach out and say, you know, who should we reach out to? Um, but man, they've, they've been, they've been so, so if you guys, if the, if the dream agency ever, or the label ever says, Hey, you guys are cruising through Texas, definitely hit me up. Um, shoot me an email, have Cameron hit me up. It doesn't matter. Just, I would, I would love to help facilitate that because you guys would prop. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go eight out of, ah, I'm gonna go 7.8 out of 10 would crush it here. I don't want to, I don't want to go full tilt just cause I'm, you know, I like the music. So we'll go, we'll bump to eight, we'll go eight out of 10, eight out of yeah, 10. You guys would crush no, it definitely. here. Cause we, uh, we, yeah, no, we appreciate that, man. It's, I think what it all comes down to is just getting yourself out there playing everywhere, you know, like mm-hmm. creating that market. And for us, I feel like we, the one thing that we have definitely wanted to do more is expand with our touring. So that yes, is a big focus on Decayer with these next years is touring and finally getting out to the places where a lot of our fans are at. Nice. Um. So yeah, that's going to be, there's going to be a lot of announcements coming up on that. Oh, man. I'll hit the subscribe button with the little bell notification. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. There's so many different buttons now. Oh man. my god! Like yeah, subscribe, the like, the follow. The I'm just like yeah. Even even when I'm doing our intros for this, I just I'm like 
ATX Metal Podcast, social media, wherever the fuck you do your thing at, just do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pointing over there, yeah. Oh, right here. I did, one in, I did one interview, and they told me to point somewhere. It was so funny, and I was like, because like yeah. in the mirror of the video, I was like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah Right, yeah. Right now, me and Sean are just pointing randomly at nowhere on We're our screens. Pointing. We're just pointing. Yeah, we're just having fun, <laughs> just pointing. <laughs> So speaking of tours, I like I like to ask uh, this from time to time. Who would you personally like to go out on tour with? And then who would you like Decayer to go out on tour with? And it can be international, okay. a local run, a regional run. It doesn't matter. Okay, so this is, you're saying it's me, like just you, me Like Sean, the individual stripped of all, yeah. all Decayer ties. Who does Sean want to go hang out with on tour? I probably, oh, okay. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. That changes up my answer then. So I think if I had a choice to, for me to just go hang out, I think I would probably go hang out with the dudes and either the ghost inside. Okay. Because Andrew's my homie. Okay. And I just, I've been listening to that band for just so long and it's just such an influential band. And I've just always thought that, you know, I mean, to go to like one of their tours or shows, it's just, sold out within the 10 seconds of, you know, ticket sales, everything like yeah, that. But like it goes live a big, and then you're pissed that you have to buy resale tickets 14 seconds later. You're like, what? Absolutely. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And you're buying it from some dude scalped, you know <laughs> what I mean? For 40 bucks up. Yeah. And no, it's just, I think that that would be just a crazy experience. Cause I, you know, for me, I was, I was one of those kids and the crowd at one point, you know what I mean? Before yep. my music career. So I think it would just be insane to go out with like, well-established musicians who've been doing it for a long time. I think the dudes in like Thy Art is Murder would be Ooh, sick to go out with. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Cool, yeah. just insane bands like that. Um, for me to go out with our band, I, the number one band I would love to play with the Decayer is The Last 10 Seconds of Life. Oh, you heard it first. Um, We're going to get them. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> dude. If, if you guys hear this, we Decayer would love to tour with you guys. Um, Yeah, they're just, that's a really super, super, super cool, like, deathcore beatdownish. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to throw them in that, but they've been around for a minute and um Storm their their first vocalist is a big influence for me. Okay. Uh, for vocals. So, I've just yeah, for vocal flow and everything like that, that's yeah, it's strange. I'm a big into hip hop and I love metal and like there's a lot of I'm not saying that Decayer has like flow of that or anything, but right. I love I don't know. I try to like keep my stuff flowy and different um just because I'm like listening to it so much. So, yeah, I'm always about listening to bands that I, you know, influenced me before, but I'm trying to pick a band that I would do now. And then I'd want us to go play with Brand of Sacrifice because that band's taking over. Um, they're from Canada. And, oh, yeah. You know, Toronto. Oh, fuck. I would also even say Spirit Box, man. Oh, yeah. Let's get Spirit Box on that train. For you know, sure. It's hard. It's As I'm thinking about it, like <laughs> there's so many bands. But yeah, you know, it's, I think now everybody is, you know, working, not working harder, but there is a there's a bar that's been set oh yeah metal, it, you know? it, it's all it's, it's almost a level up like exactly yeah exactly and we're hearing shit that like you know was just it's it's actually like evolving mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it wasn't before but we're hearing it now and a lot of bands have had a lot of time on their hands to get together and do it and yeah. even in my area over here man there's bands that are blowing up like marked life they're on the dreamer agency they're yep. from la uh phoenix but they just went and played the show at the rebel lounge over here that thing was sold out there was over 450 people at that show <sighs> that's so good to hear that's so you good know? to hear 
I'm I'm I'm, it's I'm insane. I'm super stoked that all the that that the venues and even whenever I was talking with the owner of Come and Take It, I was like, man, you're gonna you're gonna catch some shit when you open up. Like 110 percent, people are gonna be pissed. I said, but you know, as long as I know you got mouths to feed and you got bills to pay, and you know these musicians are out here just like itching to get back on stage. And but I feel like I feel like we did pretty good. There was a couple, you know, there's a couple people that are like, well, there's this and that, but you know, you, you can't please everybody. So, um, it's good, it's good to hear that the AZ, that the Arizona, uh, scene is, is alive and breathing and doing well. I know that whenever our artists venture out that way, you know, Phoenix, Tucson is always on the list on this, you know, let's play here, get some gas money and get on to the next one, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So it's, it's, so it's good to hear. It's good to hear. And, you know, like you said, you guys have some stuff to announce. Coming up soon, so stay tuned to Decayer. You can hit that, hit the like and subscribe and click over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever button's up there. Whatever button's on the, well, this is audio. There's no fucking button. So just get, right. get your fingers busy and type in Decayer and then just go to wherever you can find. Actually, speaking of, where can everybody find, uh, you know, how to get a hold of you guys, all the ads, all the social medias, you know, merch and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so, you have a merch announcement, uh, right? Kind of, sort of? We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be dropping um, our live store, the new Decayer merch store. Um, it's going to have a bunch of different prints from uh, like the Devil's Devil's Tongue. There's going to be a Martyrdom t-shirt. We have Jewel Case exclusive uh, CDs that we're going to be selling. Oh, man. Be doing... I don't mean to interrupt the Martyrdom. That's the one with yeah, the yeah, king, with the knight, the sword and everything, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. Dude. Yep. Thank you. I saw that and was like, instant. I'm getting that shirt. 100%. Whenever it becomes oh, available. Yeah. yeah, we were, you know, when we got that print back, we were all just like, hell yeah. We loved it. You know I, I mean? saw we it. what we. It was good. It's I'm glad good. you dig it, bro. Real yeah, good. so we, um, we're, la- we're going to be launching that. It's going to have, uh, we're going to be doing a limited run of our tool CDs and everything like that. There's going to be more as the release, you know, keeps panning out. We'll have more stuff in the merch store, but everything's going to be coming alive soon. Our socials, our Instagram is at DecayerAZ. Uh, Facebook, I think if you just type in Decay, we're verified on there. So you'll just, you'll see us YouTube on Seek and Strike. Um, but everything just bases back to Spotify, Apple Music, Decay, you'll find us all there. Sweet, sweet. All right. Well, it has been such a pleasure, my man. Thank you very much. Tell Cameron, I said, thank you for setting, helping set this up. Also tell the dudes in Marked Life. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, SD card. We found. We it, found. We found it and the and the phone today. We are batting a thousand, my guys. A thousand. Absolutely. All right. So last hey, it question. Was a pleasure, man. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. But we always have to end the note, end the episode on the heated debate of do beans belong in chili? I don't know if you're a chili fan or how they do chili in Arizona, but here. But here at the podcast house, we've had we've got this internal debate, so we've just made it a we made it a thing like to ask at the end of every episode because it's one of those hard hitting questions. You know, when you go out, it's like, do I put beans in my chili or do I not? Oh no, absolutely. You're, so you're a beans oh, no, in the chili kind of guy. Absolutely. Okay. There. You, see, we're. I knew. I, I felt this through the screen, through the headphones. I knew it. I knew yeah, it. Yeah. I and it's funny too because uh, that was it's a question that you know I like I want to ask someone that too now. Because, like I get it, man. Like that's it's it's, it's a serious question. It's for like, sure. like can we hang out? 
if you don't <clears throat> why why even have chili if it doesn't have beans in it like what is that dude? somebody was like, like oh the, sloppy joe with some onions exactly in there, exactly and it's, <laughs> it's i don't know so okay so another yeah. one for team team bean i can't wait to I make these it. t-shirts that means decayer needs to come to austin hey man I mean, well, if you come to Austin, yeah, we'll hit up some chili spots, but you got to hit the barbecues. You got to hit the barbecue. Oh, we love, we love to eat. That's one thing that we do is we <laughs> love to eat. We're all, we're all about after the show going and getting the best food we can. So when we come out there, we look forward to that. Well, cool, man, because uh, with coming with Anthony, he's one of the owners of, of uh, Come and Take It Live. Uh, he runs Come and Take It Productions. He also has, the, with this little Facebook group, we got a little called Come and Cue It. Like like barbecue Facebook bar you know yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah and it's nothing I'm but cue it. dude it's nothing but barbecue porn nothing but barbecue porn I love it and love obviously it. you know Texas is famous for their barbecue there's plenty of places to go even even a band uh bystander from Oregon came out a week pro- or like they came out in a week in March and did a little BBQ run but also they were kind of like checking the lay of the land to see you know if they could play they actually played their very first show back from COVID instead of playing in their hometown they they just came out to austin they're like we're doing it here and we're gonna get barbecue very cool dude it yeah, was i've seen those dudes popping up before. man bystander is on the grind taylor and the gang yeah right on but anyway sir i'll let you go i'll stop taking this your time thank you very much uh for those listening again it's decayer type that shit into your phone device or whatever you're doing at the time and just go check them out uh, they've got some stuff coming up obviously uh what was the what was the latest um, jog my memory? Um, the latest music video that was out. Uh, latest music video out is uh, Dead Soul. Dead Soul, that's right. Dead Soul, and then Dead Soul. Gra- Grave Mind just released about a week ago. That's right. Um, yeah. So yeah. So Seeking the rest Strike. of the EP drop. Devil's Tongue is a lyric video, and then the rest are uh, all visualizers. Gotcha, gotcha. And you can check all that on YouTube and wherever you get your videos from. All right, my man. Well, thank you very much. And uh, like I said, hopefully we see you soon. If you guys are going to come through this way, holler at me. And we'll get we'll try our best to get you on stage. Absolutely, man. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Later, Sean. Later, man.